This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, good morning, folks, and welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Turn that down, Brennan. <laughs> look, look, he's having a happy morning. So it's Saturday, happy morning. Yeah, I want to thank. It's a the, three day weekend, happy morning. It is. It's uh, by the way, you're working on one of the three days of the weekend. Just a heads up. Don't remind actually, me. Actually, I think you're working on two of them, aren't you? No, I'm actually off tomorrow. I uh, oh. have an engagement photo to do with my uh, fiance. So, well. Awesome. Well, he's still Congratulations, working. Congratulations. Thank by you. The way. Thank you. Looking yeah. forward to being invited to the wedding. <laughs> he laughed. He's not inviting us. Are you having an open bar? Because yes, the Auto Talk guys we love an open bar. We are having an open bar there. Cool. Yes. Let me know when the wedding is. <laughs> or, or, actually, let me know when the, uh, the reception is. <laughs> we'll bring the garden guys. We'll all come together. Might even bring Brent and Chase, too. You got to bring Dave Stahl, too. Bring Dave. I saw oh, Dave no. yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. All right, folks. 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk this morning. And we want to get you all on here and talk about all things automotive related. But in the meantime, real quick. So the garden guys, I want to throw a shout out to them. They're, they're amazing. They come rolling out of the studio. And I was like, hey, I got these little bugs that my how are attacking my house plant. He's all, oh, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what that is. We make this stuff called, or they have this stuff called mosquito bites or whatever. They're not mosquitoes, but uh, anyway, something about, I'm just, I mean, I'll tell you what, I know so much about cars and so little about houseplants. I'll be honest with you, but I love houseplants. I got these big old plants I bought from those guys, like in my house and these big old, they've been potting these nice, look, not you saw them, right? Yeah. So, but uh, I love the plants. I'm just struggling with them. Well. You know, sometimes it's cool to go on them Saturday. You know, I wonder, are they starting to put on their little, their little, uh, their workshops? On yeah, the I think so. I think so. Because sometimes you can sit through like an hour, one of those classes and you learn a ton. I mean, enough to, you can start, you know what I'm saying? I kind of miss Home Depot used to have little things like that. They don't do them anymore neither. Now you're advertising for Home Depot on the auto talk show? Well, I didn't. I just meant. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I just meant when you walk, it's kind of nice when they do them little hour things, you know, and give you a little uh, yeah, you can, get a, you can get a lot of information out of them. I to- totally agree with you on that. So, but that that's what uh, um, we we're talking about uh, um, uh, as far as with that. That so you know, all I had to do was ask them, and I get way more information than uh, you know, uh, uh, just enough to to get done what I need. So it's good stuff for sure, um, and I appreciate their help always. And that was the point that I wanted to make that they're always very helpful with that. Yeah. So I got a Ming plant that I replanted that. Whew, that thing I've been struggling with for a year. I, I just don't know what to do with that bad boy. But you know what's going to be happening is there's one little thing you're missing. And you're going to find it. Man, you're going to you're going to find it like right after it dies or right before it dies, and I, you're going to save it and be like, all these years I was trying to save it, and all it's all I had to do. I hope that <laughs> thing don't die, man. It cost a lot. Jeez, I. Anyway, 
I bought it because it's kind of unique and it's humong- It's big. It's like six foot tall and replanted it. And then those guys said to me, oh, you actually replanted a Ming plant, did you? And it's still alive. I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. How could you can't leave it in its little bucket, right? I so, thought that's what you were supposed to do when you bought a plant. You took it home and replanted it because they're always in the wrong side of the bucket. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. Let's talk cars, folks. one 344 1170 That's 888 888- 344-1170, anything automotive related. Today we're talking about vehicle warning lights you should never ignore. You should probably never ignore a warning light no matter what. But I'm gonna we're going to talk about uh, uh, things that uh, a few things that are very important or anything automotive related that you folks want to talk about. Just give us a shout. Give us a shout. So uh, um, speaking of Dave Stahl, I saw him yesterday. He stopped by the Escondido location. Um, as he does usually once a week. I usually see him on Fridays here and there sometimes. We call it Coffee with Dave, so, <laughs> although I never have coffee with him. But but he, he's usually got something he's got to say for sure. So I forget. What did he say? Oh, he was complaining to me. He said About every time, me? About me? No, no. He was complaining that every time he stops to get gas that, that he has to hear my voice because uh, I, we advertise on gas station TV and we're on all the gas pumps all over San Diego. It's our, it's our commercial. Um, so he's, he said he's going to switch brands of gas. And I said, well, that's not going to help you. It's not brand specific. Well, if he went out and bought an electric car, he, would, he could get rid of that, huh? He could just he plug could, his car in. Could. And then he was talking about a car. He Dave drives a lot of different cars and then writes articles about them, such as, uh, you know, uh, the, the things on them and stuff. And, and also you'll see Dave on the news here and there. Uh, with uh, different cars, and he talks about them and things like that. And uh, um, he he promotes different uh, brands on their on their things that he likes when he drives them. So he gets all these different cars, and I forget what car he told me he was going to get. And I was like, "Oh, bring it by, let me drive it." He saw absolutely not. So I forget what he yeah he he had a DB11 Austin Martin supercharged he wouldn't let me drive that one either hey did you see that austin martin a 1995 austin martin went for 20 million dollars on the auction block this week which one was it it was it was a 1995 model so back then they didn't make that many models so i'm assuming it was a well, they still don't make could you imagine money. 20 million dollars for a car like matter, so that's one of those things i wonder what the bond on the insurance is because you can't get you, insurance you on don't something. insure those no but you bond insured. it but you know people spend like over a million dollars on shoes too and i'm like are you insane you're just gonna walk all over the ground and like ruin hold on i heard a better one on the way on the way here this morning i they were talking about uh michael jordan's underwear being on the block and i'm like what what who's gonna who wants to buy somebody's underwear it's michael jordan but i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not defending it what are you gonna do frame it hanging on your wall what can do with them well, <laughs> I bet I bet anything it was probably a Vantage 550 if I had to guess. Um, jeez, man, they these cars go for a ton of money. <laughs> 1995 model, two twenty million dollars. I'm like, woo! It's a lot of money. Uh, lots of money. Well, there's yeah, so. There's the DBS, the V12, Zagato, V12 Vantage. Jeez, man. These cars are beautiful cars, though. There's no question about it. Oh, no, you're definitely comfortable in it. You're definitely, uh... Yeah. 
They're, yeah, no, well, they're just beautiful cars. They're nice cars to drive. Man, they're solid. Well, I guess this but McLaren, I, there was only 60 was of them. Was it a at, McLaren or Austin Martin? No, it was McLaren. And it, yeah, uh, I, I see a 1995 uh, McLaren F1. Oh, yeah, there it was it estimated to go up to uh, $21 million. Yeah, well, that's a McLaren. <laughs> them, them cars are bad. Oh, not an Austin Martin. I mean, Martin, like, good, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy cars to drive. Um, Top speed of 240 miles per hour. Heesh. That's right, straight out of the factory. <laughs> well, the only car that's faster than that, I believe, is the, uh, uh, starts with a B. Um, the Bugatti? Bugatti's. It's the fastest car. And that's straight out I of the factory, too. I think they still too. have the fastest Them cars things are like V12 twin turbo and stuff like that, yeah, too. so you, just... you think a McLaren's expensive. <laughs> a Bugatti's one of the most, I think, the most expensive sports car you can purchase, actually. I don't know. It's hard to say, but some of those vintage cars go for a lot of money too. So it just depends. Um, but yeah, yeah, and a McLaren F1 that's an expensive car for sure, no question about it. And I don't think we're gonna be talking to anybody that has one today, unless somebody wants to pop in and give us a call that has one. But uh, always great to talk to you. You're always welcome to invite me to any of your parties. You, too. you could, yeah, <laughs> stop by. I'm happy to drive your car for you any day. So anyway. All right, folks, we're t- give us a call here, one 888 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, obviously, we're happy to talk to you about. Um, you know, I know it's been a busy morning this morning. The garden guys were in and had all kinds of calls and great stuff going on. Uh, but let's uh, start with some of the things we're talking about this morning, so some warning lights. What about the oil pressure warning light, Kevin? How important is that? Very important for your wallet. For your wallet. <laughs> Okay. The oil pressure warning light comes on. Your engine has lost oil pressure. I have to be honest with you. Um, if you don't catch an oil pressure light that comes on and shut it down right away, um, and you've lost oil pressure, actually, it's a big problem. And, and it doesn't take very long. I no. mean, you if your light comes on, I mean, you have that 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 one two you need to safely get off the road well, there's kind of thing still some oil on the bearings and yeah yeah, like yeah. That. but yeah. safely get off the road and, and try not to hammer on it too much at that point safely get yourself off the road and shut the engine down yeah, low rpms would be the best yes <laughs> but i mean if you you do what you got to do to get yourself out of traffic and on, on well, you got to get to a safe spot don't stop in the middle of the freeway obviously yes bad idea so yeah but oil the thing is is and when an engine's damaged engines are not cheap anymore because Engines are actually made better. I mean, you know, the way they do the rings, they're not as, the, the rings are not as wide, so they don't damage the, the cylinder walls as much anymore because they don't scrape the, you know, they they do a lot of things in the engine. You know, they run molly rings in most engines anymore. They Yeah, well, and the, the chance of losing oil pressure on a vehicle usually ha- comes from something catastrophic. You hit something in the road and rip the bottom off the oil pan, you lose all oil pressure. Um, you... Uh, oil pressure sending unit blows the top off of it and it starts squirting oil all over the place you lose oil pressure (laughs) but other than that catastrophically quickly losing oil pressure doesn't happen very often usually it's an impact causes or something no or we're not checking our oil and it runs i mean you know how many people i know that done that i mean run run their car out of oil especially like in the mid what was the like the, the like the mid nineties? So they were building a lot of engines. It only took three and a half quarts of oil because it was you know changing the oil was economical. Well, that they've way. had this problem all the way up into two thousand twelve to fourteen well, with vehicles that burn a ton well, of oil. No, and nobody. What checks I meant them. though was three and a half quarts of oil. You go through a lot more faster than five quarts of oil. So a lot of people would 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 burn their motors up because they weren't checking their oil. I mean, and and that is which means they weren't changing the oil neither because normally you know what I'm saying that normally leads into. 
<laughs> you know, well, you should check your oil regularly. There's no question. I'm, even new cars, if you, uh, uh, like I said, we've done a show before, new cars that burn a ton of oil, often burn a, a quart or so per thousand miles. And with our extended oil change intervals, where people are going 7,500 or 10,000 miles or even 5,000 miles, if you have five quarts of oil in your engine and you have a, one of those new cars that likes to burn oil 1,000 miles a quart, by the time you get to 5,000 miles, you got no in, engine oil in your engine. That does happen So um, here and there. It's good to check your oil at least every so often and just make sure that you're not low on oil. You're right. So when you get to the last drop that the pickup can pick up, you can drop oil pressure that way too, correct. If you continue to operate a motor that drops oil pressure, it does not take long, like Kevin said, to destroy the motor. Um, if you've been using quality oil, um, then what you can do is uh, double-check your oil You know, every 2,000 miles or so, add to it. But if it was to lose oil pressure, like Kevin said, you can safely get yourself off the road, but you should shut it down. That light pops on for sure. Um, now, if it just pops on all of a sudden, it may not be a loss of oil pressure. It could be electronic. Well, the wire, <laughs> could, you could have had a broken wire to your oil pressure sitting in it. You could have anything. Grounded. Happen. That's usually what turns on the light. But uh, those sensors go bad. But still, it's imperative to to err on the side of caution that you could have lost oil pressure. You know, they used to, some cars back in the 90s, and, and, and I remember they started putting that thing in there. If it didn't have oil pressure, it would kill the engine. You know, it would shut fuel supply off. I'm supposing they got rid of that, though, because there's a lot of cars that don't do that anymore. So, Correct. There was, I think Chrysler used that on quite a few vehicles. GM did a, on a did few it? vehicles, too. If you didn't have oil pressure, the car wouldn't start. Gotcha. Well, makes sense. It's not a bad idea. Well, I wonder if they got rid of that, though, because of it being safety. Because, like, if you're cruising down the freeway and all of a sudden you're in, you know, that could be bad if you're in the middle of lanes and your car stalls, you know. You're better off with no oil trying to get off the road that way. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, stuck in the middle of roads is never good. Especially never on good. the especially on five-lane freeways. <laughs> yeah, well, well, if it's in stop-and-go traffic, I guess all you're just going to have is people angry at you. At least nobody's going to run into you because everybody's going slow already, but... Yes, we don't we don't like safety issues at all. All right, folks, give us a call here, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We're gonna take our first break real quick. Uh you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego and K Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Well, that's some good information. That's some expensive cars you're talking about over there. What, tell what, you what. What do you say the highest price car was? Uh, so the Rolls-Royce Botel is $28 million. That's what it sold for in an auction. 
No, 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 no. Was the that one new? that was an auction one was a 1962 Ferrari 250 GTO for $48.4 million. Why do I think that car's housed somewhere in Dubai? It's highly possible. They got some serious car collections over there. Some I know. People, I wanna, they, in those, some of those people over there, they got some serious money. I want an Indy car. That's a lot of oil money bought that car. <laughs> I was reading. You this, want an Indy car? I was reading this newspaper the other day, and I seen this guy. He had like an apartment. He had an. I mean, it, believe me, this that was a really expensive apartment. But he had this Indy car like up on the wall. It was, it, it, you just had to see the picture. And then, like, the one side of the wall was all glass looking out over the ocean or something mm-hmm. like that. But I was like, that'd be kind of cool to have an Indy car in your living room. <laughs> it's a good conversation piece. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's an apartment. That that would be more known as a flat or a... Uh, Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> what is the thing on the very top of an apartment building? Uh, oh, penthouse. That, yes, possibly. <laughs> possibly. So, anyway. All right. Well, you know, it is what it is. All right, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. As we're apparently today talking about warning lights and very expensive cars that none of us will. Well, that is a warning light too. <laughs> Some crazy things are going to happen when you buy a car like that. <laughs> when you spend forty eight million on a car, Can you imagine what the insurance payment is. I mean, the bond or whatever. There's no those people are yeah, all self insured. But when they you're self insured like that, you have to put the money up though, and it sits somewhere though. You can't. And then the button thing is you're not making interest on it. It's got to sit there. Not not if it's not in the U.S. I, I don't know true. what the rules are for other places. And, <laughs> and I got to be honest with you. I don't. Well, when you say that, it's just so you know, when you self-insure and you put a bond up here, on it covers all the vehicles you have. It's one bond that you put up. But still a lot of money in that one pod, depending on how many cars you got. Because I mean, most people that buy a, a Ferrari for $46 million, they got a lot of other million-dollar cars sitting in their garage somewhere. Yeah, but that doesn't. That when you do that, that doesn't cover if the loss of the car, like in a fire, that no, no, only no. covers if protecting somebody. somebody you're hitting. Yeah, yeah. so so the it, the bond doesn't go up by the cost of the cars. I'm sure they have insurance bond or insurance though, like on on just the the car itself, right? You can buy insurance on cars like that to cover them in case of a loss, but it's extremely expensive. I'm sure. I'm sure, like you know, like. Like when Bowling Green and the, when the Corvette uh, Museum, remember when it had that sinkhole? What was it, like 92 or 93? I'm sure there was a lot of money that went, because they, they pulled all them cars back out of that hole, too. Of course they did. You're going to leave them in there? Well, I mean, I think they did have to leave a couple because they, they were too worried about the structure. Mm. But um, they got most of them out of there. They craned them out of there, and they still have them in the museum today. Hopefully they moved the museum so it's not over a sinkhole. Well, you never know how that's going to I mean, sinkholes are just, yeah. If you built another one someplace else, like 20 miles down the road, what's the odds of it happening again? With my luck, probably pretty good. <laughs> I'm not sitting next to you, that's for sure, anymore. All right, folks, I do want to remind you. I have a very adventurous life. <laughs> Great. Give us a call here, one 888 anything automotive-related. That's 888-344-1170. Um, do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks up in North County now for over 28 years. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks out there in East County now for over eight years. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego, AAA approved and smog certified, 
taking care of folks over there for over four years. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road in Eastgate Mall. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks in the Golden Triangle right here for over two years. All of us at the West Automotive Group, my employees and myself, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. That is, we truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. We're here to help you. The West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. All you need to do is just reach out to one of my service consultants or managers and they'll get you all taken care of. Those cards are amazing. They really do help out. You can use them uh, for six months no interest multiple times on and on and on just like a credit card. Uh, The only difference is all it can be used for is uh, uh, auto uh, uh, service and repair with us and therefore uh, uh, you know keep sure the cards cards free and of uh, different things and and uh, that way you uh, can use it in an emergency and you don't need to pay everything right away you get six months no interest good stuff um, you can also take advantage of our certicare transmission diagnosis if you think you have a transmission problem uh, get in let us check it out um, we are really big on the uh, diagnosing items and getting you diagnosed properly. Uh, that way uh, you don't spend money on things you don't need to. Um, stop in and uh, uh, give us a shout. Let us get you all diagnosed and figured out. Uh, as I often say, the best money you'll ever spend on any repair is a quality diagnosis by a qualified technician at a quality facility. Um, that is the start of a of a repair that saves you money because it gets diagnosed properly and you're not guessing. Very important. Uh, We also offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home from all four locations and uh, also low-cost rental vehicles. Uh, If you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just go to westautomotivegroup.com, click on the link, and give us a follow, and we send out tips and things like that all the time during the the month. So great stuff. You can get information here and there. Uh, That's westautomotivegroup.com, and you can also see all about us, check us all out, find out what's going on, set up appointments, etc., through our website, westautomotivegroup.com. You can also click on the Automan TV. It takes you to our YouTube channel where all of uh, my Automan segments are posted. Uh, I'm the Automan on Fox uh, 5 and uh, also on the CW. And uh, check it out. And uh, you can see all the Automan stuff uh, through there. That's westautomotivegroup.com. And you can also click on Auto Talk Radio, which will take you where we uh, put our uh, live uh, podcast of the Auto Talk Radio. Um, you can also uh, uh, get our podcasts are available through Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. So any of those places you can pick up our podcast, just put in the answer San Diego 1170 and it'll pop right up. Auto talk. Right, Brendan? Correct, Amundo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Give us a call this morning at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Or like I said, go to westautomotivegroup.com and check everything out. All right, so we're talking about warning cars. lights. <laughs> we're always talking about cars. That's what we do. Pretty much, I'm thinking. Um so an indication of loss of oil pressure, so like we said, the light coming on, is the engine making a noise, a ticking, clattering, rapping. If your motor's making any of these noises, safely exit where you're at and go to a parking lot quickly and shut her down. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not getting sufficient oil, possibly. If you attempt to drive the engine in this condition, you will probably damage it. Uh, if uh, 
we often see engines that, like I said, I see more of this from damage, like an oil pan. Now, a lot of oil pans these days are aluminum, get clipped, knock a piece off the oil pan, like run over a center median, clip it, keep driving. There's a stream of oil following the car until clack, 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 and the motor is gone. I, you know what? In this day and age, uh, it's not even the media. It's all the stuff that gets thrown on the road. Well, like that too. Ladders and tires. and <laughs> You pretty much know when you hit a ladder. Yeah, but one day I was on my way to work, and I <laughs> this guy was in front of me. And a good thing he was a little bit of distance in front of me. I seen the ladder kind of pop up, and, and then it it just came out of the back of his truck and started sliding down the freeway. I kind of straddled it when I went across it. I got lucky, but it did turn sideways afterwards, and a bunch of people started running that ladder over, so... Yeah, saying. yeah. Well. same thing happened to me last week where a guy had a chair in the back of his pickup truck and I saw it wiggling. So I tried to move out of the way, but the way the chair landed, it actually went towards my car. So oh, I ran no. over the leg of the chair. Luckily, the whole chair just broke apart as soon as it fell off the highway. Oh, good. oh, well, that's good. So it was wooden or something. Correct. Yeah. Oh, lucky metal chair will wrap you right up. That's for sure. <laughs> as you come driving in with the with feet stuck in the grill. Uh, <laughs> So you know what we've seen that once where there was a mattress somebody ran over and it was wrapped around the guy's drive shaft. Do you remember that? Well, yeah, it burned off, but it, it so they came in with a bad vibration and all the coils from the mattress were wrapped around. The, they've been driving around like that for a while. Like we have a bad vibration. And it was all wrapped up in the. Uh, it was like, that was a job. That was a job to get yeah. that off there. All I wanted to know is when that whole thing got wrapped around there with the material, dude. That had to have been vibrating even worse. It had to. It had to cut down some of that. Well, that's like the people that that's like the people that drive. Yeah, the people that, that drive around with a tire separating. Man, this thing's been vibrating for weeks, and I'm like, oh, you could have died, man. Like there's a big <laughs> like the cords are sticking out on a tire on your car. You, if know. that would have been my car, it would have came apart, ripped the side of my body off my truck, and it would have cost me all kinds of money. I'd have gone down the hill and probably hit a tree. I know. I'm just saying. But uh, how people get away with the, 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 well, it's not that they get away. They just don't know. And I mean, that's the I, thing is, 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 what is it? What is that old saying about uh, something that's bliss? Uh, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> if you don't know, I mean, sometimes, I mean, not a good idea. I'm not saying that. I was just... No, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> if you're feeling a vibration on your car, I seriously think you should get it checked out. So, all right, folks, give us a call here, 1 888 344 1170. Mike, hang on tight. We're going to grab you as soon as we come back. Uh, we're going to take our last break here. You listen to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house of me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock, still sitting over there. What's happening? It's a beautiful Saturday morning. That's exactly what's happening. Foggy Saturday morning, huh, Brendan? It came out of nowhere. I know, yeah, it was. Yeah, socked in, as they say. 
I was sitting out there in the parking lot. I put my head down for a second because I was looking at some emails on my phone. I put my head back up. I'm like, where'd the fog come from? Yeah, it was foggy when I left uh, Escondido this morning already. Then it kind of cleared up. And it was well, there were stretches of fog here. But I'm just saying, when I was sitting in the parking lot here, it wasn't nearly as deep as fog. As it, you know, it was like five minutes. Bam, it went really deep. Exactly. All right, folks, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Uh, we're talking uh, different warning lights and things like that. I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there and the number one recommended worldwide by professional automotive technicians. Uh, we do not stock nor sell any other battery at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. They are the highest quality batteries out there. If you need a battery for your vehicle, hop on westautomotivegroup.com, get an appointment, get in, we'll get you an interstate installed. If you need a battery for any other need, and they have batteries for every need, let me tell you, hit them up at uh, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate batteries, battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. Tell no lies when it comes to batteries, for sure. Or anything else. What the heck? Not worth it. Uh, let's grab uh, Mike. In. Good morning, Mike. How are you doing? Hey, pretty good. How are you? Happy Labor Day weekend. Yeah, long one. Here we go. Man, looking forward to it. Humidity's down. It's a good thing. <laughs> hey, I've got a Mazda 3 that's uh, driving me nuts. Uh, I replaced everything out of that thing, and I'm still getting the steer- steering wheel shimmy like at about 65. 65 seems to be about the sweet spot on the highway. Hmm. And, I mean, it'll shimmy, and I mean, I lower control arms, you know, ball um, joints, uh, new tires. I mean, the rims are not bent, but they may have a slight imperfection here or there. I mean, Sun probably hit maybe a curb or two every once in a while, but I mean they're not way way out. Have you I'm tried to move that's the probably the issue? Have you tried to move the front to the back to see if the shimmy like you start to no, feel it in their I, seat? I, I, no, I have not. No, but it it seems to me this is an ongoing problem because we've tried we've rotated them back and forth and over the course of maybe two months or so, and it just doesn't seem to change. And huh. the CV shaft's been replaced. Uh, I mean, I don't. It's I don't know if it needs to be road force balanced. <clears throat> That's one thing I haven't done. Where did the CV and shafts that, come from? Uh, it was a or the aftermarket. Yes. So we did, and Kevin will back me up on this. We have seen a few cars here and there that we could mm-hmm. not get good, even new aftermarket CV shafts for, and we end up putting factory ones in, and the vibration went away. Is that right? Yeah. That's, okay. And wasn't it a Mazda? No, I don't remember. But there is an axle company out there it. that I would not buy their axles whatsoever. And I can't, I don't know the name of it. Right. I can't think of it. But when they say the name, I know it. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've had a couple yeah, problems with them. Yeah. So not all aftermarket. Not. I'm just saying we have had a couple right. problems here and here. There was, And I believe it was a Mazda. And I believe it was Jerry huh. was working on it. Uh, uh, and, and we ended up, you know, you know, and let me tell you, the factory axles obviously are way more expensive, but, uh, oh, yeah. um, it, we replaced them and the vibration was gone. So, is uh, that, I mean, all the way through, I mean, is, is that only under loaded? Is it only under load that it happens or is it, it like you pull your foot off the gas and it keeps happening or, uh, actually it does. It does still do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But if that's 65 mile an hour, it just, that's the sweet spot. It doesn't matter if I'm, you know, accelerating, decelerating, whatnot. It's still there. 
And, I mean, yeah, an axle I'm can do it without your foot on the gas. It normally does it with your foot under load more so. But it, right, it, I've right. seen it. I've seen them still do it. I mean, just from if it's. I mean, it could. I mean. Struts, right, right. struts can do that too because it doesn't keep the tire on the ground. Yeah. It's letting it bounce. Yeah. Replace the struts too. <laughs> you you use springs in the back. Hey, I, I do. I'm, you, I'm saying everything. Yeah. You did use a good strut though, right? I'm just saying. Uh, I did. I did. I did. Okay. Yep. Yep. KYB, I think it was. Okay. I was just saying. I've I've yeah. I've replaced parts and it made my problem worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've been there too. Been there too. But yeah, I. I don't know. I'll look at a CV shaft and see. Uh, it, it's possible, I suppose. But um, yeah, I thought I got a good one. But yeah. Did you know. replace I, both I, of them, or just both of them, or just uh, one? Just the left. Just the left. Mm. Now I can't remember if it happened after that. I mean, it's like I say, it's been over a course of know, a couple months or so, and I just can't remember. I just do know the lower control arm bush or the uh, the joints were just way out of whack. I mean, they were just destroyed so uh-huh. placed both lower control arms uh the shimmy was still there uh back and forth back and forth so this was not one time doing all this work obviously but over a couple of months and gotcha. we could still not get that shimmy out and i would just replace the tires and it's still there i mean it's it's ever so slight but it's if you take your hand off the wheel it just gives a slight slight little back and forth you know but it's enough to you know huh. kind of bug you so i mean it's uh, and surely, an alignment's not going to do anything. I mean, the tires are brand new. But it's not like they're scrubbed or, you know. <clears throat> the caster's not so, way out on is it? Uh, like I say, I haven't had alignment done on it yet, but you, that's kind of my next. I mean, the steering wheel is to the right, just a skosh, yeah, but it's not terrible. I, I would check the alignment, see. I agree with Kevin. If you got if the caster's out quite a bit, it could ca- cause an issue yeah. like that. Uh, but, okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's for sure and, because... Yeah. And they'll find if there's a bent spindle or something when it's on the alignment machine because they'll know by the when they do their when they first get it Geometry's on there. Geometry's off. Yep. They'll it'll the yeah, SA when the they SA. do SAI swing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah. I'll do that. That's my next step because I'm about ready to pull my hair out. I don't have much hair left, so yeah. <laughs> well, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Get the alignment figured out and then let us know what you find. Yeah, we'll do, and I'll uh, see if I can't get a uh, a decent uh, CV shaft there on the driver's side. See what's what happens to. So, make sure to take that out of the equation. Well, I do the I would I do the alignment first and, and check because if Let you haven't done, look at, yeah, okay. that's what yeah. I do. Yeah. All right, we'll do, man. Hey, I appreciate it. You guys have a safe one, and uh, we'll keep listening. You too. Thanks, Mike. Have a safe weekend. Enjoy. Right, take care. Take care, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Some of those will drive you crazy. I know, because, yeah. Especially when you've been doing this for a long time and you really know and you're looking at it and I'm like, why don't I see the problem? So. And you know what? That's, that's I mean, that's part of this business. So there's always one, even when you think you're good, there's always, there's always a car that's going to come and make you scratch your head. <laughs> yeah, there always will be. Nothing, nothing is as simple as it seems always, so. All right, folks, one 1170 You got a question like Mike, give us a shout. We're happy to talk to you about the car-related issues. Um, good stuff to uh, to uh, discuss, and uh, we love talking cars. We love talking cars, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So what about the uh, 
The brake light. Let's move on. The oil one we know is bad. No, the temperature warning light one is the one I love. That one's not good either. That's not good either? Mm. Well, for your wallet. Well, well, come on. If your engine is overheating, do not continue driving. What is it we say? Every every minute is is five hundred dollars when overheating a vehicle. <laughs> I'd say more than that because that last minute, dude, is where all the destruction comes in. What well, adds up? Yes, it goes. That last minute could turn into a five thousand dollar engine job, or I don't even know, or more. I don't yeah. even know what in. I mean, yeah, engines aren't cheap anymore because they are. That's why. I, that's why I started off with the. They're more advanced these days, so they they do cost a little more money to replace. We have a late model a Dodge truck in. I believe it's a 2019 in the Miramar location. That uh, um, what happened to that thing? I think they ran it out of oil or something like that. But uh, uh, I put a motor in. It's about fifteen thousand dollars. Is it diesel? No, it's gas. And see, that's but, but diesel is going to be but more. It, but it's gas. But it's like a 2019 or 20. I mean, it's like only a year, year and a half old or something. So by the time you purchase the motor and put it in, the labor and all of that, uh, uh, yeah. One of those things. It gets very expensive. And it's not a warranty issue because uh, something happened to it. Oh, I remember what it was. The car went to, <laughs> there was an oil change done on it. Now I know now why I, I popped in my head. Why, and it was done at a... Uh, <laughs> Quick change or something. Yeah, to rename, remain unnamed. Uh, but uh, the wrong oil filter was put on, and the oil filter uh, leaked all the oil out while driving. Oh, you mean like if it got double gasketed or something where it pops no, up? No, I think they actually put the wrong one on it and shooting oil out as it left. <laughs> nice. Didn't make it far. So Anyway, that's what was wrong. Came in, yeah, knock, bad knock for the motor. So that is not covered under warranty. Now, obviously, they might be able to sue the uh uh place that did it but whatever i mean it is what it is i, I don't know so you have to do a lot of oil changes to make up for a fifteen thousand dollar motor swap huh Woo, i think so yeah but yeah so anyway um that's why we ended up looking at it they brought it to us to figure out what was wrong and that's what's wrong and it's going to need a motor so they need to make it i don't think they've decided what to do with the car yet it belongs to a fleet so um but yeah, one of those things. One of those things that can and, and and does happen sometimes. So, anyway, motors are expensive. So, the temperature warning light uh, will come on if your engine is overheating. Do not continue driving if your engine is overheating, as this can cause expensive em- engine damage. And no question, almost quicker and w- worse damage than 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 the loss of oil pressure <laughs> can. Uh, so. Piston scuffing, valve stem galling, failed head gaskets, cracks or distortions in cylinder heads and blocks, etc. There's a lot of damage that can be done. And you, we've seen motors, I've seen motors have been overheated so bad with the plastic or phenolic valve covers, they're melted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you open the hood and look at something like, you can smell. We can smell this. When we open the hood, we look at it, we go, this motor's probably toasted, gone. So... The internal damage that gets done. And if you rebuild a motor that's been overheated that bad, there's a lot. I mean, you got to throw almost everything away. On yeah, it. nothing. nothing's really right at that point. Yeah. You would want it. The block needs to be tested. The cylinder heads need to be 
to, I mean, yeah, you that you really warped the heck out. Well, of all everything. the rods need to be resized. I mean, it's just yeah, it's, that one's that's basically a boat anchor at that point, and you might as well just get the only stuff in there. yeah yeah. And actually, remanufacturers when that goes back as a is a core, a lot of those get scrapped out and thrown away. They don't even reuse them because of the damage to them. There's just too much, too much damage to them, and too high a risk that there's something in there, a fissure or something that could be missed from the overheating. Exactly. So. um it's very, yeah, it's one of those things. Stop driving, pull over, shut your engine off. As soon as you get to a safe spot, open the hood and check the radiator. I'm going to be very straight up about this. Be careful about taking any radiator caps or coolant recovery bottle caps off when a motor's overheating. It can cause, because these systems are under pressure, it can cause uh, 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 coolant to come out of the system quickly and you can be severely burned. We're talking about temperatures 240 degrees and higher on an overheating vehicle. We want everybody to be safe. Do not take a radiator cap or coolant recovery bottle off on a vehicle that, that is at operating temperature or above when it's overheating. There, you could be a, So uh, you need at least 30 minutes of letting that bad boy cool down before you start taking the caps off without it running. Right? Yes. Yeah. Remember you had a radiator cap came apart and blew up on you and burned the side of your face? Yeah, like second degree burns or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it blew. the the cap blew off the car. You didn't take it off. The top blew off the radiator cap, came apart while you were working on it. Actually, I touched it. And it blew apart. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for touching things. You've been warned. That's how it ended up in my face because I put my hand on it. I didn't turn it, but I put my hand on it when it blew up. The water went up my arm and hit me uh, in the face. Side of the face, yeah. Uh, possible causes for overheating. Uh, low coolant level due to uh, coolant leak or head gasket ingesting coolant, etc. Uh, stuck thermostat, bad water pump, broken serpentine belt, defective radiator cooling fan. Clogged or dirty radiator. This is why we keep an eye on the cooling system. Um, you know, uh, exhaust restriction. Yep, plug catalytic converters can cause the motor to overheat also, huh? Yes. Yes, they can also. Because usually if, by that time, they're losing a lot of power. Well, yeah. If, if you can't pull air in, you can't push it out. So <laughs> That's true. That's true. One little trick that does help sometimes is turning the AC off and turning the heater on high. Boy, that's always a beautiful thing to do when it's 95 degrees outside. Uh, you know, may he- help cool down an engine, but it is a temporarily overheating due to unusually hot weather from towing a trailer. But if the engine is running hot because it's low on coolant, that trick will not work. Well, and another thing is, too, is the, the, the heater cores aren't as big as they used to be. You remember, them things used to be almost small radiators. Now, right. now they're they're pretty tiny. So they... They do pull some heat out, and I'm not saying don't do it. They just it doesn't work like it used to. Is all I'm saying. Correct, correct. So that is uh, that trick probably won't work. Like I said, if you're low on coolant, because you're not coolant won't be going through there. Therefore, you're not going to transfer any heat. It's not going to help at all. So just one of those things that does not work. Uh, if uh, you're having that problem. Uh, those two are the two that really damage engines. Loss of loss of uh, oil pressure and and engine overheating. That's where most your expensive repairs come in when it comes to an engine. And ignoring those two things. Um, charging system warning light. So the charging system. That's that's important. It will leave you alongside the road if you don't take heed. 
Well, yeah, especially because the closer, I mean, as as you lose power in your battery, you're gonna it starts dropping systems in the first place. Well, you know, they 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 make systems go off that is not detrimental. Like so, they'll they'll pull like an airbag. The airbags may not deploy because because it'll shut them systems off and it'll shut you know just it'll shut central systems down like that well, as it slowly goes. Let's face it. A car is now a rolling computer system with multiple modules that talk to each other and take input from all kinds of sensors, et cetera. We start to, stop to, start to drop reference voltage on, on any of these things or voltage gets like, or it gets spikes, et cetera. It causes issues with how electronics work, just like the computer sitting on your desk. Something weird goes wrong inside of voltage-wise. It causes issues for sure. So when you start having charging system problems, all kinds of wanky things can happen on a car. Right. So um, if the light comes on, icon of a battery or a warning generator, alternator light, whatever, different cars use different little lights for it. Uh, if the charging voltage in your vehicle is low or even high, you don't have to stop immediately, but you may have 20, 30 minutes of driving. Not if you have your headlights on. <laughs> it go quick. Yeah. So and cars don't like to run that uh, uh, require uh uh, specific voltages and all these items um, to uh, uh, when you start changing all the voltage and dropping it or making it extremely high. So, um, definitely affected. You could lose a superintendent belt or a V belt. We don't use V belts a whole lot anymore, do we? No, I haven't. I haven't seen a V belt on a card for it. I mean, definitely not newer cars. Well, that's what I'm saying. I have when I say that, I mean, I haven't seen one on a newer car. I, I don't even. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> well, the the one thing about uh, serpentine belts, you can they don't slip typically. They're they're lot they're better workhorses. They well, have, they have like five. They have five little exactly. They have a better better footprint. Yeah, like five little work. V's instead of up up to eight little V's or, on yeah. some belts. Some are wide as heck, and but they 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 can uh, transfer a lot more torque without slipping. Uh, so. Uh, that's why we've switched to those, and they tend to not break as much or fail. They last way longer. Yeah, they're wider. They seem to. Yeah, they just last way longer. So it was a very good design to change. Um, so an alternator failing, a belt failing, uh, a charging control fault. We see a lot of charging systems are controlled by the computer systems now in modules, and if you get a module that fails, it can stop telling the alternator to charge. So. Once again, this comes to diagnosing the vehicle properly and not just throwing parts at it because it's not always an alternator or a battery, right? Right. Could be a wiring, could be a module, could be a lot of things causing an issue. Get it diagnosed properly and you replace the right thing. Uh, but easy to check is if the belt's still on there. You can open the hood and do that yourself. Yeah. Yeah. If that's missing, you already know there's a start to the problem. Uh, if a serpentine belt comes off a car, usually something has failed, to be honest with you. A bearing locked up. And caused the belt to smoke and fail. Uh, we could have lost an idler or a tensioner to cause the belt to come un, uh, untensioned and came apart. Uh, there's a lot of different items there that can cause cause things to happen with belts. Uh, but the charging system will not work without the belt, that's for sure. So if it's missing, start there. Otherwise, uh, need to uh, do a proper diagnosis. Uh, and uh, not continue to drive the vehicle because it will leave you alongside the road. There is no question. So, um, it, once you run out of battery voltage, you're you're done, more done than done, right? Yes. So not a good thing. Not a good thing. 
Uh, yeah, that's three good warning lights right there. That really the important. Break light warning. You think that one's important? Yes. Why do you say that? For other people. <laughs> For other people. <laughs> For other people on the road with you? Yes. Oh, gotcha. Or hey. even that innocent bystander walking down the sidewalk <laughs> when you can't seem to stop your car. That is never good. Not a good thing. Yeah, brake warning light will come on if the... Well, there's a couple things. The parking brake's left on, so that's that not could a good be your wallet. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you're going to mm. cause some damage, so make sure and... Uh, Turn, turn on, make double check, make sure uh, if you get a brake warning light that your uh, parking brake's not even partially engaged. I mean, because that does happen. Uh, you know, folks, you light, lightly put your parking brake on and you go to drive away and you don't realize that it's on. And, and uh, then uh, um, next thing you know, smoke's rolling out of the rear wheels. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, you, you can cause some brake repair costs there to go up. Uh, uh, brake not fully released. It may also come on for brake fluid level or pressure, which uh, can be a big deal. Uh, obviously, if we lose brake pressure, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So, and usually, if that happens, something catastrophic has happened. So, well, it's not uncommon for the seals to start wearing in a mess. So, think about it on a car. What gets used a lot? I mean, that brake pedal. I mean, you know, I mean, like it does fully operational. It does, but usually there's signs before a master cylinder just fails, fails. Yeah, normally you, you get in and, it, yeah, you'll start getting a soft pedal, this or that. Something's weird. Well, and a lot of what will happen with a failed master cylinder is you'll be sitting in a light. You come to a stop just fine, sitting at, sitting at a light. And your foot and, just starts and sinking. Your, and your foot just starts to sink to the floor, yeah. So that's a sign. If you start having issues like that, let's get the car in and get it checked out properly and prevent any major things. Uh, a failed brake line... Uh, or, or hose, not that common, but it does happen. Yeah, it does. If you don't have the vehicle inspected regularly, you know, if you're getting your vehicle in for inspections and oil services and all that, usually not a big deal. Yeah, normally, especially here because you don't have a lot of rust. Midwest, yeah, brake lines tend to pop a little more out here. You got to check the rubber ones because they out here they will tend to get brittle and start cracking so. over time from heat and all that. So, and the last one's a low tire warning light. Uh, just good things to keep an eye on, folks. Hey, we really appreciate you joining us this morning for Auto Talk Radio uh, here on this Labor Day weekend. We hope everybody out there has a very safe Labor Day weekend. Uh, we want you to keep the rubber side down and shiny side up, of course, and uh, uh, make sure and uh, and uh, um, just uh, have an enjoyable weekend and and uh, get out there and uh, and enjoy. This is, what I guess, officially uh, Labor Day weekend's the end of the summer, so pretty close. So um, that's where we're at. Uh, and if you, that's what uh, they used to say, they do in San do. Diego. There's no such thing as you know. I know our summer's summer. just getting started here. Well, yep. if you go by hot weather, that is. <laughs> yeah, September, October will be warm here for sure. Make sure and get your vehicle in service and all that. Everybody, be safe this weekend. Do uh, have some great fun and get out there and uh, and enjoy. Uh, you've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego and K Praise. We truly appreciate you joining us every morning. And Mike, thanks for the call in with some questions. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio. We'll catch you then. Bye. For 
answers to all your automotive questions. Tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.